Hey everybody, welcome to the Fancy Werewolf Lounge. Uh, but I don't have anything today. So, um, hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, I'm Josh Pfizer. I'm Liberty Bell. Hello, me. Hello, as punctual as ever. Uh, That's five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> what, what show? What show starts on time? See, this is what I hate about the comedian mind mindset is this like every every show starts 45 minutes after the the uh, actual time. Not the good ones. Not the good <laughs> not, not the ones Liberty does. Just mine. Just mine. Not yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, uh, and quick go around of what we're drinking. Uh, I am drinking today a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Okay, nice. Uh, I am going to try... Well, I'm not going to try. I'm going to drink this whole pint <laughs> do or Jameson do during this podcast. And let me guess, Aloe. You're on your Aloe lean again? Aloe? Another He's peanut so butter good. jelly. Not pe- oh, okay. All right. All right. Peanut no. butter. Yeah. All right. And uh, we have today's guest is... Guest. Uh, is Megan Roth. Megan, how you doing? Oh, hi. I didn't notice you there. <laughs> what you need is a big ass book that you're that you're reading, and just like oh, and you're like oh, I didn't notice you. <laughs> That's probably Should I run and grab my high real historia? <laughs> Yeah, we like that's probably the best um, uh, introduction we've ever <laughs> we've ever had <laughs> for a guest, uh, uh, except for maybe Josh France when he just introduced himself in the middle of the original introduction. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Josh wow. Francis. Uh, uh, luckily, he never interrupted ever again. Missing though, missing. Cheers to Josh. Yeah, he's great. We'll yeah. we'll get back to him. Did he move already or? I guess we'll 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 check in on him at some point. Uh, sure. But Megan, um, you know we all know you, we we here know you from comedy, um, and you you do animation. Um, uh, oh, uh, we do ask our our guests uh, a few questions before starting. Uh, one, uh, what have you been doing to stay uh, mentally, physically, and emotionally uh, sound during the whole pandemic? Um. Um, <laughs> I've been actually doing a terrible job of staying mentally and emotionally sound. I picked up an abusive boyfriend for a while and I'm still dealing with the fallout from that. So yeah, I just can't be normal. <laughs> well, there's that. Well, there's that. Uh, we're sorry to hear that. Um, but, uh, I, I believe the least normal thing about you is that metal straw you just whipped out there. Um, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said whipped out there for people who are just li- who are just listening to this and not like watching this on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> but but have you been yeah, watching any games? Wander, you know? Okay, guys, I was born with a metal straw. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you uh, have you been watching stuff like what? What's your media? Uh, have you been binging? Um, well, I watched that Dustin Roiland one, um, mm. Solar Opposites. I've yeah, really been enjoying that. that. Yeah, really good. One. I just started. I started Steven Universe, and it's I love Steven Universe. 
Oh yeah, that's great. so you just started. You you have. Yep, I'm. I'm always it. late to the party. Uh, I I was I watched that a few years ago. I haven't like caught back up on it. Uh, I hear like it's gone in some like really interesting directions. But uh, all right, cool. And um, well, we all like I said, we all know you from comedy and and animations. Um, you know, is is there any th- any other projects you got going on, or are you just kind of? Well, I'm hoping to start up animations again next week when I'm. Ooh, I got like super close to the camera. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping to start. Thank you. I'm starting up animations uh, again next week, hopefully, when I am done with my job. Because I'm in between jobs as of Friday and I have nothing lined up. So have some free time. Okay. Might, might as well work on it while you have the free time. Uh, I got to say, like, um, I, I believe it was one of the last times I saw you, you, uh, I learned about you doing animations and, uh, the ones you, sh- one you showed, uh, the night, um, I was at the, the open mic was like fucking hilarious. It was insane. Like, God damn dude. Uh, Oh, actually, uh, we got a clip, um, that we can show right now of pr- probably one of the best comedy things I've ever seen. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, so here, here we go with that. <laughs> Mr. Cheese Bagels, how can I help you? Yes, I'll take one cheese bagel, please. <sighs> uh, what? How dare you! What? I am Mr. Cheese Bagel, and I would really love to be enlightened as to why you came into my business and put in such a disgraceful request. I don't come <laughs> to your house and ask to eat your children. I would appreciate this is mouth just getting smaller. Respect and return. Uh, I just thought because the place was called Mr. Cheese Bagels. Why, yes, yes, it is because I, Mr. Cheese Bagel, <laughs> built this business from the ground up. <laughs> Um, and we'll, and we'll, and we'll come back to it at the end, but that's, um, Megan Roth on, uh, uh, YouTube. You can find all her other animations. It's the, they're all, uh, really <laughs> good and yeah, they, bizarre. They've like all got that. some dude's name on them though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but how, uh, but how <laughs> should I wait to make transgender jokes until no, 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 whenever you're ready, do it. But, um, it's uh, your life. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you, um, how you got into comedy and how you got, how, when you start, wanted to start doing like animation. Well, I've always wanted to do comedy and animation. Um, that's actually part of the reason I didn't really do much with my life because, I, we're in the middle of buttfuck Iowa, so mm-hmm. like I mean we're in a college town in buttfuck yeah. Iowa, but we're in buttfuck Iowa. We're we're so, in the the funner parts of buttfuck Iowa. Yeah, we're in we're in one of the funner parts of buttfuck Iowa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know about is there, that. Is there a smelly <laughs> is there a smelly part of buttfuck Iowa? I believe that's I southern Iowa. Depends yeah. on who's about your fucking. I, dude, you can't say any. You live in Cedar Rapids. That that place. Yeah, it is, no, he doesn't. 
North Liberty, first of all. Johnson County, not Lynn County. Get so it right. Get it together. <laughs> but it's, 20, it's 20 miles away. Yeah, obviously. You know 20 miles knows. is nothing in Iowa. I bet you yeah, can smell it some days. Let's yeah. just put it that way. We <laughs> cannot, and I bet can. So you gotta go. You gotta go up there, man. <laughs> this whole podcast should be y'all arguing about which city in Iowa who lives in and how close it is to <laughs> how close slightly less the obscure city. Place, Quaker Oats Company. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Okay, that's not the world's smelliest place, but. Well, I got. I. I'm. I. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, uh, uh, when did you, what was your, um, I'm trying to think of whether or not I was around when you were, when you first did comedy. Um, you were, you were, um, I did, uh, there was a, it was when the, uh, Joshua Fierstein did the, it was the Starbucks cups. I think, I think the Starbucks cups were just red. And it caused a huge uproar among the like. Oh yeah, I remember when they did that. Yeah, bullshit, but right? I wasn't doing comedy then. I don't say Christian community because I have a lot of Christian friends, and they don't, they don't, they don't act the way I see a lot of the loud people acting. Right. But so I'm try. I think I remember that because you did that joke, right? A joke about that. Mm-hmm. I I forget what it. was was really stupid i'm sure um which mike, <laughs> which michael was that octopus or was that library that was octopus okay all right cool um but yeah when when, liberty when... had a show the octopus and then the um that show liberty had those were my two photos to do what was what the... about when we went on on a, when we went to st joseph missouri well, let, what about this? Sounds like a story. Wait, that, was, okay. that was fun. That was fun when I was with Liberty and Andy Hartley and nobody else. <laughs> okay, I just have a question about this. <laughs> Refresh my memory. Were you with us or not when we went to Boulder? I mean, uh, that person's house. <laughs> I think so. Wait, what's this? Okay. Uh, <laughs> went to a certain person's aunt's house. Okay, all right. Smoked marijuana in St. Joseph, Missouri, and I, I did it. Like, I was driving. Yeah, you were driving, but were you with <laughs> us? You were with I us. Was, I was. I was. I was. That was like honestly one of the most awkward moments of my entire life. They <laughs> hand down like we get there and they're just like passing us joints or blunts, and they're like literally two well a toddler and an infant passed out on the living room floor is <laughs> like filled with smoke and then there's two dogs also passed out on the living room floor and i remember at one point like andy was in the bathroom because there was only one working outlet to charge his phone and he was andy was trying to get a tinder hookup let's be honest that's what <laughs> Sorry, Andy. I'm calling you out. He was charging his phone to try and get Andy on soon to defend himself. And now ask Andy if he ever got that hookup. He probably did. Let's be honest. But what up? It wasn't looking. I'm a lesbian. Of course he did. Okay. I went into the bathroom because I was freaking the fuck out. And I was like, Andy, I'm going to go in there. I'm taking the two kids and the two dogs. 
<laughs> we have to leave. He was like, you can't do that. They're going to kill you. And it was terrible. But <laughs> I wow. Alone. I wasn't alone. So Wow. I, I, remember, I remember a lot it's of Missouri. arguing. It's Missouri. I remember yeah. arguing a lot with this person that may or may not exist about trans people. Well, he is very <laughs> ignorant and his family's from Missouri, so that says a lot. <laughs> have we okay uh, just so just so like i know because i have suspicions have we mentioned show, have we mentioned him like on this podcast before you know who it is josh okay i know who it is now okay i'm yeah, I was pretty sure uh, i just didn't know uh but anyway everybody knows who it is it's okay. i mean no <laughs> I josh mean. josh i don't know if you know but this person smokes weed okay um he smokes weed, Josh. I don't know of anybody who was closely connected to Liberty who smoked copious amounts of weed. <laughs> yeah, okay, he I know. I get weed. It. Yeah, you I, mean I, I smoked I... my weed. <laughs> <laughs> all of it, all the time. That's what's up. And that was all he did. He never... That's what's up. That was literally it. That was it. That's all he did. Okay, I remember what we, I uh, and give me the occasional dick, okay? <laughs> I remember when my friend, occasional. my friend and I were going to Batman for Superman, and uh, he wanted to come with us, and and he was like all secretive about it. He's like, "Don't tell anybody I went with you guys because I don't use people to know I went without them." And then we get there, and the whole time we're in the theater, he's like, "I'm so high right now," like really loud in public. I'm so oh fucked God. up. Jesus Christ. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on, I guess. Look at this. I just reminisce about that trip to St. Joe because mm. we did a BFW show or whatever it was, and you played your, your guitar for everyone yeah. and did a And I ate all of your Casey's pizza because I was fucking fat. <laughs> oh my God, that's inaccurate. But whatever. <laughs> Ate all the pizza. I'm sure I was there with you eating it too. I don't know. No, no, I I ate all of the pizza. And the next morning, you were like, uh, "I was gonna eat that for breakfast." <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything about well, that. Okay, it never happened. What's Dude. worse, eating a whole pizza by a whole hot pizza by yourself, or wanting wanting to save? There's pizza nothing wrong with that. that. There's nothing wrong with eating a whole hot whole pizza. pizza is good. It's no, exactly. Pizza. Exactly. That's the not fucked up part. What's fucked up? Saving breakfast pizza breakfast pizza for breakfast? Was it that you didn't say breakfast pizza? I mean Yeah, it was breakfast pizza. pizza. It was Casey's. I don't It was Casey's. It was breakfast pizza, vegetarian. That's how okay. I roll. All right. So Josh, stand correct. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck back. It's like she had like solid platinum and my fat ass ate it all. <laughs> well, okay. Let's, let's, let's do a little side by side here. Why yeah. was I mad? Because I'm actually the fat bitch. And I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry I was mad you ate the breakfast pizza that I was drunkenly trying to save for breakfast. At least when you're fat, you don't look like Ron to me. Oh. <laughs> I didn't oh. even drink to that. Um, I don't know what. One time, once my ex boyfriend goes, fuck you, you fat pig. And I'm like, oh, thank you for reminding me. I'm much thinner than I used to be. 
Nice. I thought that today too. I was like, oh, it's Father's Day. You know, what should I get my dad for a gift? Maybe I should get skinny because that's all he's wanted my entire life. Fuck wow. him. Your beautiful <laughs> liberty. No, I'm beautiful. just kidding. My dad does love me, but. Yes. You guys are living together. He cares uh, about my health. He cares about my health. He wants me to live long. And right now, I'm probably going to die. Al and I just talked about this. <laughs> wait, what? Let's wait. I'm about, wait. We're fat and we're going to die. you or, or everyone? You said you were. But now I'm saying I also am probably going to die because I'm fat. But it's okay. I love myself, so it's fine. Yeah. That's the most yes, important exactly. thing. I feel uh, like no, really I do like I don't give a shit. I feel like uh, people are typically like genetically gifted. Like I feel like they never age. I feel like they very rarely have health problems. Um, <laughs> the problem for black people is that they have to be black in America. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's uh... what about sickle cell, diabetes, that. high blood yeah. pressure. Yeah, those run amok, and we live less long lives. I think we just. Don't crack, as they say. Yeah, that's so. It seems like we live longer. That's reparations, and I mean, it's all done. This. Justice in America, everybody. <laughs> I'm fucking not even thirty. I, I told my, my friend I got all these wrinkles in the last year because of her. Um, I will say that a lot of people think I'm ten years younger than I actually am. So there's that. Josh. Well, yeah, you kind of look like um, you kind of look like you just got out of bed and you're not going to make it to your school class today. <laughs> <laughs> With that beard. Well, well, we'll say I'm a sophomore. I'm like, it's my second year of college and I got really crunchy and, and stonery. So. No, 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 no. I'm saying you're a high school kid. I'm not saying like you're going to be late to high. You're, you're going to go to a high school the way like say Chris D'Elia would go to a high school. Thank you for the transition. Thank you for the transition, because that's something... Oh, you're very welcome. I'm pretty good at transitions. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even think about that before. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) But um, since you brought it up, uh, just some shit going on just this past week in the comedy world. Um, First off, uh, the, the thing that's really getting traction is uh, several women uh, came forward saying that uh, comedian Chris Diello, uh, Diella, um, doesn't uh, matter. Yeah. Pedophile. Uh, Pedophile. Hey. <laughs> Chris Diello. After you saw those tweets, Chris Um he, uh, uh, there have been several women who have come forward saying that um, he, like, most of the accusations have been he's, he's like, in, you know, the lexicon, uh, got up in the DMs to uh, underage girls um, <laughs> and uh, tried to, like, it, it's weird to, because the, the terminology is grooming, uh, but he tried to, you know, get with these, these girls or tried to, you know, I, I don't know. Ex- I have an article. I'll, I'll read from the article. Instead, yeah, I have just- some evidence that Chris D'Elia is a pedophile. It's called, look at this fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, like the, the thing hey. is like Chris D'Elia is um, he's one of those guys who, 
who his personality is that he's a douchebag. And I, I definitely think like he tries to play that up in a lot of the stuff he does. Uh, it is kind of a Kevin Spacey situation. Was like, oh, this guy who's usually plays an asshole turned out to be a real asshole. Um, well, like I guess it's weird for me because I have people that I work with quite frequently um, in Los Angeles and Chicago and stuff that are like coming to his defense and being like that are women also. Mm. Oh, he's not like that. Blah blah. blah. Uh, yeah. What do you think you're the only woman he's ever interacted yeah. with? Yeah, maybe also, he's not like that around also, you. You're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Men are fucking <laughs> scary. It's scary to be yeah. a woman. It uh, is sometimes. Trust me, I know the difference. Kind of. I wasn't really good at being a man. <laughs> um, uh, you don't have to be good at everything, Megan. You're good at <laughs> other things. Like it's almost like you weren't supposed to be a man. And something. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I have to ask. Do you still have the hat? Um. Let me, yes, I do. It's somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> what hat are you talking about? Hold on. I'll I'll pull up. I I did yeah. take a picture and I'll pull it up. You know what hat? He's the that the hat they always she always wore back then. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So. There's that. I don't. Know, there's that. that. I don't like, know why I mentioned the hat. It's just like hat. Mic drop. Are you, are you like? Can I get that hat, Meg. <laughs> well, it's just, it, Yo, it, it was kind of it was kind of your signature back then when you were doing stand up. Yeah, because I like, was balding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so well, uh, I just want to say like something about like all of it. Like it. Like as far as my experience, like as a woman in comedy, her vast majority of like my experience I've had mainly good experiences but I have had horrible experiences and I think that you know it's accurate that men are you know gatekeepers in comedy and um I think that Chris you know took advantage of young women that were fans of comedy and shit like that it's fucked up uh I've had shitty things happen to me so many women I know have been sexually assaulted in comedy and harassed, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I think it just makes it a lot harder for us to want to stick around and keep doing it. So um, knock it off, you know, fuck you guys. We deserve just as much opportunity as men, you know, and and I'm sick of that shit. Yeah. That should be believed too. Yes. Uh, It's one of the main reasons like people will go on, you know, when when we break when people bring up the issue of the lack of women in comedy uh you know and then you hear all these stories from women who have been in comedy even like i didn't have thick ass skin would have quit yeah (laughs) i would have quit just based on the things that guys have said to me or done to me um sheer embarrassment for example like i you know i put on a lot of shows Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I do it's what it's something I pride myself in I I like to do it I like to give people space their platform to you know do their thing just as much as I want to do it and a lot of times shows that I produce I host and this particular show I hosted and I had asked this comic to feature and I'm on the show after I introduced him, he came on stage and said, 
Hey, give it up for Liberty. Doesn't she look like a slut dress? Jesus Christ. Like at my own show that I specifically asked him on to feature and him for. After I introduced him and said, hey, give it up for Liberty. Doesn't she look slutty in that dress? Like, Jesus Christ. In whose mind is that acceptable or okay? And then when I confronted him about it after the show, he told me that it was supposed to be a compliment. A fucking compliment. <sighs> so, See, I feel, I feel like um, a lot of problem with trans acceptance is that um there's a lot there's a huge percentage of men that think of women in terms of like i don't know how to phrase this but basically sexually um and i think the reason there's a lot of discomfort to trans women from men is because they're thinking of women as sexual objects and so my existence makes them uncomfortable because they don't know how not think of women as sexual objects if that makes sense i don't know i've been drinking no that makes perfect sense it does yeah um that's not just a man thing like i mean we need to quit and that's that's not just for women either like women also need to quit sexually objectifying men like people aren't pieces of meat you know here's the hat josh we're fucking humans you know what it looks better oh i love it that actually (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's the hat that's the hat i mean <laughs> um Allo, do you do you have anything to to i'm um, uh to add to this as far as, uh what's the question here uh just like in comedy like what goes on between male and female com- comedians yeah i don't know people sometimes take shit too far and they do it just to you know, have shock value, but I think, I don't know, it's just an attempt to be funny, I would hope. And that's the thing, like, like I said, that these comics that actually know Chris have said to me, like, um, that he's not really like that, they don't believe that he's really like that, but to me, it's like, okay, so if he's not really like that, in his right mind, makes him want to go on the Joe Rogan experience and say that shit <laughs> like literally openly admit did well I haven't seen that I've seen one where he's on a podcast and they're talking about Snapchat <laughs> and if you find this video just like keep watching his face because they're talking about something on snap like I think a teacher was sending uh her students uh dirty snaps wait I might be getting two things confused right now uh because you know Think, are you thinking of that, Joey Diaz stuff? Yes, I'm thinking of Joey Diaz. I'm yeah, sorry. Joey. <laughs> like it's I'm the sorry. Joey. So many different things. Yeah, because like, okay. So here's exactly. here's the thing. It's like Christy L O. Uh, Christy L O. Uh, <laughs> Just say it different every time. I love it. I Christy Data. Uh, Jeffrey well, he, Ross. He's um, anyways at this point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what to think about yeah. him. Yeah, uh, Jeffrey Ross. This hasn't been gaining a lot of traction, but someone came forward saying that he. Uh, that she had a uh, sexual relationship with him when he was 33 and she was 15. And then Joey Diaz uh, on the Joe Rogan show uh, clip came up where he was talking about how uh, he wouldn't uh, let any women on shows he he did unless they sucked his dick. So, yeah, it's been a banner year for dirty male comedians. 
Um, well, this is really good. That's the thing, though. Like, it's just like nothing new to me. This is like mm-hmm. the same kind of shit I've experienced. I've experienced men trying to grow me at open mics before. Um, I actually had a friend punch a dude in the face who was had cornered me and was trying to grope me at an open mic. You know, like I don't fucking know. Like I guess, like to me, it just all lumps together. And like, quit fucking sexually assaulting, harassing, and abusing women. Oh. <clears throat> we don't deserve it, um, and vice versa. You know, don't yeah. do, it. don't do it. Just don't fucking yeah. do it. Um, and quit being sickos. I don't know. Like I guess I. How do you say like, if a person a person's a pedophile, there's obviously like mental illness there. That's not like a natural thing. Like most people don't just see a young child or baby or whatever and are sexually attracted. Like there's got to be right. some sort of mental illness there. So like, how do you how do you deal with that? I think that there there is also something in how it's kind of a societal thing too. Like there there's like societal um, expectations we kind of have this normalcy of much older men being with much younger women and the relationship may be consensual but uh there is this weird like talking point of people who defend uh being like being attracted to teenagers as like well we're just it's biological because uh something about mating and stuff and usually like that isn't accurate because women like because teenage girls especially like 15 16 year old girls who get pregnant have major complications during pregnancy so that doesn't seem like uh, it should be an evolutionary thing you know what i mean yeah i mean i guess i'm not a medical doctor and i can't speak to the fact (laughs) well i think well and that's the thing is like complications but i mean i just mentally how the get the fuck off Mm-hmm. Oh, like a 12 year old yeah can have a period can a 12 yeah. raise a child to Ex- like yeah. successful adulthood maybe like i'm sure there's going to be some outliers but mm-hmm. like right, no that's not natural your brain the human brain doesn't even develop fully until like 25 years old yeah 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 you know so, so like even yeah. in my third I'm finding I'm I'm not finding people like between the ages of like 18, 19, 20, 21. Like it's just there's a there's sort of like a huge gap, not just in age, but in like experience. Yeah, I, I will say I don't even I, want to have a kid right I don't even know if I'm ready to have a kid right now at 30, you know? Like <laughs> um I will. I will say. Uh, I don't know if this is gonna out me as a creep, but I am dating a twenty-one-year-old. Uh, so that's uh, well, casually dating. I should say it's complicated. Uh, but well, yeah, aren't you still in high school? <laughs> I nobody needs to shave that that beard up. I got my mountain. My my. I, no, I'm gonna mountain man this shit. Like that shit's Josh gonna go down. Josh was like bitching at me the other day about how his beard gets matted down in his mask, yeah, and it I was does. like, just trim it. And he was like, he got furious. With the I, no, yes, I got furious as well. It's my right to get furious about that statement. I was like, well, maybe just trim your beard up. It wasn't like, trim your beard right now, and then you won't have to worry about mass mats. And I'm yeah. saying, no, okay? My body, my choice. Fine. Right, I am not divorcing and my... 
I mean, what are we talking it's about? Obviously, getting your twenty-one-year-old poon. So, okay. Love you, Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. I miss her. Mm. Uh, okay, but uh, let's let's. I would, like, I would like to ask that. Like, I mean, I guess like as your friend, you know, best buds. I mean, we're like the we're best two. friends. You, me, Andy, like and nobody else. <laughs> We're like the only two chicks in comedy chicks. Love <laughs> that term. Uh, in the area, but I mean, how how is that? How are things like for you as far as like you're like what almost like a year into your transition and yeah. you've been married for what like six years? Six something? years on um, been together for like ten years. On May the fourth, be with you. Right. Um, right. See, this is where it gets hard to, it's hard to like phrase exactly correctly because I would never say that we had a rough patch. I would never say that our relationship was ever in danger. But there was a time at first when I'm ready to move on and uh, live life as Megan. And she needed a little more space to, um, process all these changes so i mean it wasn't it was like danger it was just kind of like a we were at different spots in accepting this life change uh and really honestly while i was dating that person (laughs) um like it really you know i was i was trying to build a relationship with him but at the same time it was helping my relationship at home because it was it was giving me the validation that I needed, jump right in and live my life. But it was also giving her like the space that she needed to think and process. And I guess and I had it up to do all over again. I probably would do it again. Um, I try and pick someone else. Uh, but I mean, at the time, I guess, I'm happy that life is simpler now and it's just me and my wife again. Um, Cause especially with how crazy the hormones are making me, I'm glad I don't have anybody else in my life to <laughs> be around. Uh, I'm rambling. Lost my train of thought. No, that's fine. Um, yeah. Well, it's like obviously a super complicated issue. It's that yeah. something you just it, like you take or whatever. Um, I guess I'm just like obviously proud of you for being your most authentic self because I feel like every person struggles at times in their life with like who they're trying to project and who they actually are. So I think that anyone can like take a page from that book and be like if we could be more vulnerable. Um, I think it's a fucking beautiful thing and I think it's incredible that you have such a deep connection and love with your partner that you guys can continue to work and grow together through this shit because yeah and it's so much you know and that was one of the questions she asked me when we were discussing because i had never like had a serious relationship with a man before this and i told her that you know it's something that i was interested in pursuing and after watching a family member you know be polyamorous i sort of understood it a little better um and I also told her that I I didn't 
I didn't want to be with her anymore. You know, I told her if it came down right. to it, she can just say no and I won't be with her. Um, and she asked me, she goes, what if you, what if you like leave me for someone else? And I said, well, first of all, I mean, if I'm really, I would think that if I'm scared of our relationship breaking up over something, maybe our relationship isn't so strong, which I wasn't. And second of all, it's like, she's, she's the perfect life partner for me. You know, she, she tolerates me 24 hours a day. I mean, what more can I say? <laughs> she's an angel. She's an absolute angel. She is um, an angel. So nice. I love your wife too. Yeah. I mean, I love both of you, but <laughs> yeah, and you puts... have a family. Like you have a daughter. Yeah. Yep. Um, How's that? How's Emma? Emma's doing pretty good. She played in the sprinkler today. <laughs> nice. Um. So, uh, do you think you're going to continue with the the a polyamorous relationship? Are you going to be? Monogamous for the time being, or I'm happy. I'm happy just me and Cassie. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pursuing anything. Not for... Okay. Stay. Stay out of my inbox, people. <laughs> stay out of her DMs. <laughs> what, what Liberty? I, you have... I have someone DM me on my fucking bingo app. This, this is a, this is an amazing story. Uh, well, what was really funny about it was not only did he like holla at me and he was like, where are you from? And I was like, Oh, I'm from, from Ottawa. And first of all, in my bingo group, in my bingo app, I'm in a club that is Oregon 420. It was like the name of my, uh, would you, it's like in another sort of realm, you would call it a guild. And this person just dry messaged me and he was like, yo, where are you from? I'm like, I'm Iowa. And he's like, no shit. I'm from Clinton, Iowa. And he's like, which one of the three, it's a thumbnail. It's like literally a thumbnail, your picture on the app. And he's like, which one in the picture are you? And I'm like, I'm the one in the middle. And then he like made like three comments about my body. Thank you. And then, <laughs> and then said, are you single? And I was like, oh, no, I'm taken. <laughs> and, then, and then he asked me, he said, well, do you have any single friends? There are specific apps for so, this guy. Long story short, hey. Cubs fan, 1997 on Bingo Story. <laughs> got balls. He's got balls. And well, also, is, is 1997 the year he was born or graduated? I have no idea, but boy, it doesn't matter. Speaking of my wife, I haven't been wearing my wedding ring. <laughs> well, get it on the ring and your wife. <laughs> I'm not, when the antidepressants let me I'm not a marriage counselor but sex is good <laughs> I was actually just that is like something I've been thinking about I was like okay everything sucks we're in the middle of a pandemic um, people are literally getting shot in the streets alt-right fired well uh, sheriff's son alt-right sheriff's son just shot a man in New, uh, New Mexico, Albuquerque, New Mexico, at a demonstration. He's in critical condition in the hospital, like real bull flying. We're not just talking rubber, rubber bullets, like shit is weird to tell. I feel like the only good thing left in the world is sex. So let's all just talk. <laughs> let's all just talk within a, within a, a good harness to pan, the pandemic rules. 
whatever, <laughs> whatever that is. Like sex right now is like a weird to navigate. Like I'll just say. So everybody just needs to have sex when they can only have sex with double-ended dildos facing the opposite direction in case they sneeze or cough. Although, if you believe that all lives matter, please use birth control and protection. Yes. <laughs> Do not procreate. Whoa, oh, God. So, uh, Hold on. That's weird when you say that. <laughs> if you believe, if you say that all lives matter, Okay, sorry. If you if if you say all lives matter, then you don't really believe all lives matter. If you say all lives matter, you better not ever suck a dick to completion again. (laughs) (laughs) Or get your dick sucked to completion. Um, So were you saying hello, the person of color on this podcast that we all interrupted? No, that was it. I was done. Okay, I I appreciate it though. Um. But we were, me and Liberty were at uh, the uh, the protest yesterday, and right before, as people were gathering in the park, there was this loud ass truck with a Trump twenty twenty uh, flag waving it, and it 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 had a slogan at the bottom of the Trump twenty twenty, "Fuck your feelings." Like if if they well here's if they. They were the ones that were obviously had hurt feelings, to be honest. Like yeah. they were the ones that felt the need to like. Yeah. Um, so My dad was... and I were actually talking about this earlier about how you know the youth, the youth of America infiltrated the Trump rally and reserved oh, all the tickets. Oh, ama- yeah, that's up. amazing. And he was like, he was basically like, "Well, this is just another thing for Trump to, you know." blame the internet or try and moderate the internet and yeah and for people because well if it wasn't for this fake ass shit going on on the internet our rally would have been full (laughs) i well it's 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 kids and it's k-pop fans like for some like (laughs) k-pop fans have become like the like the un the the dark horse heroes of you know, anti-Trump stuff. Like it's it's weird. Like they came out of nowhere. First it was like BTS, and we were all like, okay, it's fine. But then it's, this is getting a little annoying. And then K-pop st- fans start to like orga- start to do stuff for Black Lives Matter, and then they like do this shit at Trump rally. And it's just like, oh god, oh you're heroes. Okay. If I see a, a pretty Korean boy in your avatar, I'll I'll thank you. I don't think you're a hero for Korean like 75 email accounts and reserving tickets to a Trump rally that probably wouldn't have gotten reserved in the first place. But that's just me. I I was clearly be over I was clearly using hyperbole liberty. I'm not I know, but I'm just saying yeah. come on. Like you were saying like Josh, I was really proud of you at the test. You stood up and said something and, and your whole the whole concept of what you said was we need to do more. And right. I don't think sitting back computer and reserving shit for a trump rally makes any difference because the shit is highly televised you know it's all over the internet so they don't even have to be there they're still being brainwashed by this shit and it is getting to the masses whether right. there's 50 people there or a hundred thousand um scary and it's, it's just like keep that actually in- horrifying Keep that in mind in your personal life and keep that in mind when someone's uh, here I am white knighting and virtue signal. 
going. But um, keep that in mind when someone is like making a racist joke or yeah. using the N word to get a shock laugh and um, like acting like it's innocent because it's really not. Like when when you make a joke on a marginalized group of people, whether it be the mentally handicapped people of color, women, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, like there's someone else at the end of the joke that's living that's living real like violence and persecution and oppression. Right. Right. And today it's today it's some quick one-liner and then tomorrow it's well you know this many people commit that many percent of the crimes and it's what i what i told my ex because we he got on this topic a lot i said he's like "Ooh, are you offended and i said you know what i'm not offended i'm embarrassed like i know it's just you and me and nobody can hear this conversation but i'm embarrassed to hear someone speaking such small minds views right it it is this weird thing about offense and pc culture and stuff like that is i mean first off nobody can really um control what they're quote unquote offended by so i don't understand like why when we talk about like oh nobody can take a joke like why being offended is I don't, know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just like the argument of because I, I I kept hearing this a lot, especially when I was doing comedy, especially in mid 2010s. People be like, "Well, comedy is supposed to offend," and it's just no, it's not supposed to offend. You know, what? the only thing comedy is supposed to be is funny. Yeah, uh, it's the only thing it's supposed to be. Now, there's different. Kinds I think that of there are time and a, a there's time and a purpose for it to be offensive. Yes. Um. Like, especially, like, speaking this, like, Aloe, like, recently wrote a joke and shared it with me, and I don't know if he wants to share or not, like, the concept of the joke. He probably doesn't, because he wants to shave it from the stage, but, like, this particular yeah. joke, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's offensive, but it's definitely going to, you know, punish some people right. in the guts in the way that they need to be hit, you know? Like, I think that you can make statements with your comedy, but, like, obviously, ultimately, it doesn't have to be offensive. You don't have to be offensive to be funny. You can write a dumb joke and it be hilarious, you know? It, like, I I mean, I wrote a stupid joke the other day. It, it's So, when the masks drop on your plane, are you going to refuse to wear those, too? You know? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, someone commented and said, Oh, those masks give you oxygen when you're in a, in a <laughs> part of the atmosphere where there's no air. And I said, Do you mean they save lives? <laughs> <laughs> right. I saw, like, same fucking concept, you know? Like, it, it, yeah, I saw a guy in, in, your, in your comments and I'm like, Who is this guy? And I clicked on him and in his profile picture, he's wearing a Trump 2020 stocking hat. So Yeah, which is hilarious. You want to talk real business about that man, though. He has supported our local comedy scene for a long time, and he was actually at the garage show, the first garage show that mm -hmm. me and oh, you I put think I know together at yeah. your place. And he was at the one that 
I think he also came on the owl performed at in your garage. No, he did not. And like generally, oh, he didn't come to that one. No, but I've had him come to my show many, 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 many times. And I don't think that he is like a completely terrible fucking individual, like on a face to face base. But I just think that he is completely fucking brainwashed and there are a lot of people that are liking for a savior right now. And a lot of people somehow (laughs) I just don't understand. You sound like understand that. You sound like you're reading the script from a Batman movie, but it's so true. It's so true. Right now. Like I literally (laughs) feel like that is what life is like. Yeah. Like I don't um, know if it's just a lack of intelligence or what, but like these people really think that somehow he's gonna fix everything, like bipartisanly. Like, well, I talked. Uh, it's guy so at weird. Work, at work, I talk. Uh, I, I'm I'm friendly with who uh, is very anti-government and whatnot. We and he's very like uh, anti-police. Uh, he he uh, like seems to support the the protest, but. He also told me, like, yeah, I thought, like, back in 2016, Trump was just going to shake things up, and I was wrong. Is this, like, yeah, that, first off, like, if you want things shooken up, I don't, don't elect a guy, a, 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 a business, a known businessman who's an asshole who fucked up all the companies that he, he created. Like, that's, that's the bad way of shaking things up. He is a, he is a corporate monster who's not even good at the corporate stuff. Like, no, he's just, there's like, when I think about it, like legitimately, he's like, I'm one, I'm a person of peace. And, um, I don't know. I try, I really try really hard to like, mm-hmm. even when I feel like someone is oppressing me, decide or find one thing I like about them. Can't do it with Trump? I can't. I can't. I can't find one fucking thing I like about the guy. What about, what about the there, hair? But there's been what about the hair here and there. Yeah. I know he squashed whatever that big thing was, that trail, right when he got elected. What? Like. He, Trump literally made it legal to kill bald again. He's stripped <laughs> away all sorts of natural rights. He allowed... I'm not defending him. Don't worry. Get no. murdered again. He's allowing people to get murdered again. He's calling KKK very fine people. Like there's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> there hasn't been one thing. Right. Uh, he actually there has been one thing. And I he is know. not leading us through the coronavirus um, crisis. He's not leading us through. Um, I honestly just hope he gets racial disparities. He's not even leading us to fucking bees. He's not leading us through anything. <laughs> What was really funny? I know these. Well, I know these. Owl, I know these murdered hornets. They're very fine murder hornets. <laughs> if I see a mur- murder hornet, I'm probably just gonna die on the spot, you guys. Was that was that your Trump? It was my Trump, <laughs> but it kind of goes into Bernie Sanders too. Um, yeah, it had a little Bernie twist to it. I, it Bernie, weird. Like, I need to prepare. I support the murder <laughs> hornets. I, I was gonna ask the Bernie Sanders impression. I love it. Bugs. They're very fine bugs. But no, like, 
honestly, like you could sleep managing this race crisis because really honestly, all a president would need to do is go up there and go, yeah, black people, woo! And he's not even doing that. Even the bare minimum. He has not once said black lives matter. Mm, no, Our president to, to is be fair, to say that. Well, I'm also going to say I don't think Obama did the whole, uh, handled the whole Ferguson thing good at all either. So I, I don't yeah, think he was probably too busy bombing children. Huh? He was probably too busy bombing children in the Middle East. Yes, he is. He, he also bombed a, he, he also was responsible for a yeah. lot of attacks. Yeah. I'm just going to, so if anybody wants to get on my bandwagon, I'm going to move to South America and see you later. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to have to choose between Biden and Trump. A senile old rapist or Trump. Oh, or a senile old rapist. Or, no, or another senile old rapist. Yeah, it's 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 a lateral move. It's 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 probably going to be moderately better than Trump. One who's openly transphobic, a bigot, a misogynist, and yes. slightly racist, and one who's closeted. Which one do we pick? No, I don't even I don't think Biden is that closeted about. Literally it. supporting segregation in the '60s, yeah. closeted. Uh, I, I, I do believe that people can grow, but like, I don't give that much room to politicians. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, hello, uh, moving on. Uh, you started doing comedy again. How was that experience? Like, uh, teehees? Teehee? (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. Yeah, that was the first place I went for the open mic was at teehees. And then I did a comedy bar in the Butte. Last Thursday, and how and how those shows show go? What, what what was the vibe there for these like post? Well, I mean during quarantine, uh, during pandemic shows, like what uh, and what precautions are they using, if any? Different. Uh, Tees had like three or four mics. They were uh, having you clean off once you got off stage, mm. and if you're on deck, you can clean it again before you go up. And then uh, comedy bar was just outside. And they had, uh, shit, I think they had those little condom things, yeah. Little <laughs> mic covers. What, wait, what, on the mics? condom things. Yeah. What, what do you mean condom things? It's like a little Just cloth a cup thing. The mic. It looks like a oh. miniature, I don't want to get herpes, uh, Josh. <laughs> Basically, like, it's not, like, it's not actually like a condom. It's like, just like a little fill that goes right over the mic. Mm, yeah, if okay. a condom just went on the tip of your dick and not like the whole. <laughs> Wait, oh, like this? the condom is supposed to go on the whole like dick? This? Oh, no. Exactly, yeah. But it's, it's not like that, that but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's disposable. It's not a yeah. permanent. Okay. I, think, I think I can imagine what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what, what was the audience like? Was They were good. I mean, you know open mic audiences right yeah yeah they also are there they have changed the well at least at teehees i know that they changed the setup of the club so that everybody is at least six feet apart or tables are six feet apart and stuff so it's not at capacity like it was before right it's about to be though if it's not if it didn't do it this last week then it's two i think because most bars are going back to all the way open are they well they they've been allowed to 
they're, yeah, they're I mean Tim Reynolds. She's got the tinfoil hat on. Yeah, I'm I'm I think like right now, uh we should like try to support more businesses that are that are taking uh good precautions in uh in in opening up than yeah. people who are fully opened up. Like if if he, if if a bar is fully open, if they if they don't have any um you know limits or something like that, I think we should should actively not uh uh patronize those establishments just to like Well, I th- that's a personal choice too. It know? is a personal choice, but I think it also sends a good message that if if you want our money, you should uh, try to make sure that we're safe. Yeah, well, it comes back to this whole concept that, well, first of all, about half of the country doesn't even believe that the coronavirus is real. Um, there's still a lot of people who think that it's fake. And that <laughs> right. might be in part to Trump saying it was a hoax put on by the Democrats. Um, whatever. But it's an invisible thing. And like I said, when you can't see something, it's easy to just be like, well, it's not real until like, if you don't get, if these people don't get physically sick from it themselves, the whole, they're never going to think that it was real. And they're never going to think it's real. There have been, like I have people that have family members get sick from it and they say, Oh, it's a conspiracy. They didn't really have COVID. They're just presuming they had COVID. And now Trump said, well, let's just quit testing people and then we'll have less cases. Yeah. Because that's the logic. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's happening. Yeah. It, well, you know, the weird thing is, like, as somebody who's agnostic, I feel like I can, like, throw back at them. Well, you can't see God, but you believe in them. So, in, in, in God. So, I was yeah, about to make a, a comment like, don't yeah, we don't have my God. fedora. <laughs> what? I was gonna make a comment like that, but I don't have my fedora. <laughs> no, I, I do understand the whole like 2009 uh, new atheist that that's like one of those like shit those shitty guys in like 2000 in the mid 2000s who became who started this whole YouTube new atheist movement who are now like right wing a- assholes is alt right assholes is like fucked up. But like I do feel like. Most of the people who don't believe uh, in Corona for for political reasons are also huge Christians because they're yeah because that's what the right is. But if you know if they don't believe in Corona because they can't see it, well, you know, apply that to God. Like, come on, like, what's you know, you can't have two different kinds of. And here's the thing: there's more. Ev- I'm, and I'm sorry, Liberty. Uh, I, I don't mean to like be a religion basher, but like, there's more evidence for Corona than there is God. Oh, most definitely. Like, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, you can argue either way. Like, well, you can't, I can't argue with you because like, you know, I have personal experience and things that I've played for you. And I don't want um, to, and I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm uh, uh, dismissing. No, it's fine. Like, faith, I'm not, like yeah. it, here's the thing about like me as a Christian, as a Christian, I say Christian because I'm a follower of Jesus, not any semblance of religion and I was I've talked to a lot of people but like 
you know, to me, the Bible is a man, man, man-made creation, which we all know, and there's a, a lot of different things, but like, um, uh, I don't, I can't condone anyone's anything that they really think or believe. Like really the only thing I want to do in my life is be a kind person. And, um, you know, that's really it. I can't yeah. try and go off of anyone else. It doesn't offend me when people don't believe in uh, a higher power or anything like that. Cause I feel like it generally speaking, like they might just not be open enough to, or something like that. You know, uh, there's, there's no reason to argue it, but yeah, there's definitely obvious scientific evidence. Um, coronavirus, COVID, like my grandma fucking died from this shit on May 28th. Unpack that shit for a yeah. second. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you okay, Bill? Yeah. You hear me okay? All right. Um, I will say, like, I'm going to share something. Um, and, you know, I, I just want to interrupt real quick. I'm sorry. Um, and I know that because you are a Christian liberty, you believe that uh, that you will be reunited with your grandmother. And I think that's a great comfort for you. So, like, as an atheist, I always try not to argue with people because I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like an asshole. Like, I feel like I'm trying to take, like, a huge source of comfort people have that, for the most part, among my friends who are Christians, their beliefs don't hurt anybody. Yeah. Most most of the people who are Christian. Well, that's how I feel about it. Like personally, it's like yeah. this is what I believe. I mean, if you look at most uh, of the people who are civil Sorry. rights. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. It's okay, Liberty. Do you need Do you need a minute? No, I'm good. Okay. You believe just, you're going to see your grandmother again, I, and I would be happy if you were that. right. Like I also I I mean believe in like the soul, and I think that a lot of people like the my issue with atheism and saying that there is nothing else is that I do this was full. And, and I'm all, I'm also a believer in science and, and science it states that energy cannot be created or destroyed. So die and you take your last breath. Where does that go? I mean, it's got to go somewhere else. So like whether it's God himself or herself or whatever it is, even if it's just the universe is our uh, higher power or whatever or whatever you want to say I don't think that when I leave this body my physical body that I'm done right. you know because you can't be you can't be both you can be a well you can I guess you can be a denier <laughs> of everything but how like for me personally as a person who believes that there's multiple dimensions and infinite possibility of every semblance of life that we have and uh all this is just a bunch of bullshit like what 12 20 30 40 maybe someday a thousand two thousand ten thousand people will watch this podcast if we're fucking lucky none of it makes that much of a difference you know mm-hmm. it's right. just all bullshit but i think that when i die my energy is going somewhere else and my focus on life is being a good fucking person and being kind and trying to help 
somebody else be happy, which is part of why I do comedy too, but uh, that energy, the energy that I'm producing is going someone I die regardless. So, I mean, I don't have the fucking answers. No one has the answers. No, you're right. And um, well, I mean, if you look at paranormal studies, uh, they believe like what goes to R is just energy from the deceased, like any extra energy from the deceased just out there. So like, you know, there could, that could be part of the explanation. I don't know. It's like people call on their ancestors and, you know, like I shouldn't say and shit, like, I don't know, like, I've had people and experiences in my life that I could tell you right now and you will all be like, oh, you're fucking insane. That did not, not happen. Um, but to me, it was real. And I don't know. I can't say with 100% certainty that they these events are things are real or not real. But I am definitely open. I'm definitely open to all of it. And... It's like a basic law of physics that energy can't be created or destroyed. So if you die, then what happens? I believe that when I die, I'm going to turn into rain that makes the frogs gay. (laughs) (laughs) Can you repeat that? I'm sorry to interrupt you. (laughs) Oh, it's fine. I believe that when I die, I'm going to turn into rain and I'm going to make the frogs gay. Oh, you're the one. You're the one. You're You're the one that's that's causing the deep state conspiracy to turn the frogs gay. I'm not buying your pills. Well, almost every okay. First of all, we show that almost every animal on the planet is homosexual have homosexual relations. So, um, I firmly believe in rules. Uh, <laughs> I believe so I that men should I be men. You. And women should be women, and that's just me. I'm very conservative. <laughs> a lot of problem is that there's these little men, these men walking around in dresses, and these women not knowing their place. <laughs> and we're gonna isolate that clip. I'm very conservative. You'll be canceled by the end of the week. My uh, my my wife uh. My wife goes, I want to dye my hair blue. And I said, oh, honey, can't you be happy with your body the way nature gave it to you? <laughs> hey! I mean, if God wanted your hair blue, he'd have made it blue. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I wanted well, to that's the thing that people don't understand, I think, about life or that they, like that they get confused about Christianity or God is that we still all have free will, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we all yep. have free will. And that's one thing that hum- one of the things that humanizes, I think it's two things. One that we have free will and generally speaking for most parts, we are a semblance of free in this country. The second thing is that uh, humans in general, I feel like experience the same emotions, you know, like, everybody's experiences are so different. Like I am insanely different from every single person on this podcast right now. Yet the worst I've ever felt in my life, like the saddest lowest I've ever felt, I feel like it's the exact same as the saddest or lowest that anyone else in this conversation has ever felt. Just like the peak of joy in your life, I feel like is the same as my peak of joy. And I hate people that make it a fucking contest, too. It's not. And and that's the other 
people are like, oh, yeah, well, I had cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you had fucking cancer. You know what? The way you Quit bragging. It, when you had cancer was the same way I felt when this happened to me. Right. Because, like, truly, that is been like a huge proponent for me and my mind is just about that the emotion and this is what truly connects other than music because music you know everybody's great but like i don't give a shit if you're 15 years old and you got dumped by your boyfriend and you think about ending your life like sincerely think about that that's the same way i felt in the moments where i thought about my life you know what i mean like i i I don't know that's what i think i think that he that true emotion and the raw form is what ultimately connects us. And I don't know how we can, I guess like, I feel like if we could all hit the same nerve at the same time, then maybe we could get on the same page, but. It's hard. It's hard when people don't agree on things that we think should be really simple. Black lives matter. Like it's a very simple statement. Like when, I think it was Eric Garner in 2016. I think that's the first time I heard that Eric Garner got uh, killed because of his race. And then I saw the phrase black lives matter pop up. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Black lives do matter. Lives like Eric Garner. matter. I don't under, but then people are like, well, what about white lives? And it's like, but that's not, that's this subject right here. <laughs> you're right. We're, when you're talking about one thing, you're not talking about everything. Also, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just fucking bullshit. I mean, everybody knows. Everybody that's willing to learn and actually do actual research, not follow whatever phony bullshit you mm-hmm. find. Yeah. Well, Thank you, Facebook, for finally. Yeah. I think that that's a good that's a that's a good segue uh, into the clip I wanted to show. You mean those awful scooters? <laughs> God damn it! Taking everything I say literal. I was I I I, I deliberately didn't say transition because <laughs> I. <laughs> no, keep doing that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is just gonna be the rest of the podcast. Just now. you doing like the Zoom. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I wanted to show share a clip from a, a recent Joe Rogan show with Bill Burr. And Bill Burr has his own, like, issues. Like, he's he's part of that whole, like, macho, anti-PC, you know, comedy thing. No one fucking issues. No one is perfect. I... No, I know. But I'm just saying. You know, like, I think that people... I think that people want everybody to be perfect. And, like, it's okay to be imperfect. But you do have to learn and grow from it. And, and own up to your bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and play the okay. clip. Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, he 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 was on the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> oh, you're. Uh, done. <laughs> I told you it was gonna be on. <laughs> um, he was on the Joe Rogan show, and Joe Rogan is also a guy who. Look, I'm just gonna say, I think like my problem with Joe Rogan is that he's one of those guys who is like freshman philosophy is like, yeah, let's really think, like, but let's ask these questions, and it's like, just. Jesus Christ, you're not as smart as you think you are. Sorry for Joe Rogan fans, but I, I, that's the vibe I get. Is like he's 
tries to be smart and Joe Rogue and, and uh, Bill Burr really like puts it into perspective, like why he's kind of full of shit sometimes. Uh, so here. Oh, great. Fucking great. This is fantastic. God damn it. Well, why don't you try to find that? I need to use the restroom break. I need to use the restroom break. Whatever. Um, I am a human beep beep. <laughs> um. I wanted to show this clip. Um, like I said, it's uh, from the Joe Rogan show with Bill Burr uh, as a guest. So this kind of sums up like this weird attitude about masks. And I think Bill Burr kind of puts it perfectly into perspective. So uh, here's this. Damn it. One day I'll be good at this podcasting thing. I <laughs> want people to walk down the street with a mask on. Let's not start this, John. Do you, though? Let's not start this. Okay. <laughs> Let's start it. I, I don't want to start this bullshit. I'm Is not Billy Corgan? Medical degree, listening to you with no medical degree, with an American flag behind you, smoking a cigar, <laughs> acting like we know what's up. Better than the CDC. All I do is I listen. I watch the news once every two weeks. I'm like, mask or no mask? Still mask? All right, mask. That's all I give a fuck about. You want people to walk down the street with a mask on? Yeah. So that's that's pretty much. (laughs) That's pretty much it. It's pretty much like Joe Rogan. Oh, Liberty's on. Uh, It's pretty much like like that's Joe Rogan's whole thing is like, and I've heard like his whole thing is like this weird uh, uh, masculinity. Like if you wear a mask, you're a pussy kind of thing. And it's that's a weird argument because here's here, the thing about where where when did he say that? Because I, I listened to I listened to episode listened to a lot of Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> so so where did he say that? I don't, I don't know. Maybe I got that. maybe I got that wrong. It's just maybe it's because like of, of like who Joe Rogan is or represents as himself. It's one of those things. But it's I mean there that is an attitude though. That is like an attitude yeah. that if you wear a mask to a lot of people, it's you know you're. Fr- we can't hear you, Liberty. <laughs> Liberty, you're muted. That's that's the other thing before Liberty unmutes. Um, that's the other thing is people are like, are you just going to do whatever the CDC tells you to do? Uh, yeah, they all have a lot of scientific knowledge. They've been yeah. school for a long time to learn this stuff, and they have spent billions of dollars doing this research. So, yeah, I'm going to listen to them before you, Karen. <laughs> well, and... and and that's the th- like I saw somebody close to me. I, I think I t- talked about this, but I saw somebody close to me on Facebook uh, put up like re- repost a meme uh, saying like if if they if if they said that uh, getting into a, a train car like a cat like cattle would keep them from getting corona, they would do it. And honestly, the opposite is true. Look at what's going on. Hardly anybody's wearing a mask out. Like. That's that's the thing is it's like you tell people this, you know, bullshit that Corona isn't real and that like because it's more comfortable for them, they're going to believe it. Like not the thing like that's going to be hard for us all to get through. So there's other things there, can you, you got to remember there's other things you could besides wearing a mask that can protect you from yeah. getting in and passing on Corona. One thing I do is I stay away from people for the most part. I try to at least, but. And also, if I feel sick, I don't go around people. That's something you can do. You can also take different supplements, and you can also 
exercise more, sweat things out, sit in the sauna. There's lots of things you, besides just wearing a mask. And I hold um, my cough orgies at a different location. With <laughs> technology. What does a cough orgy entail? Is that coughing, <laughs> into, <laughs> coughing into everybody's butt? No, my my dad, my, my dad was like he keeps sending me. Oh my gosh, great, great. Um, he keeps sending me like coronavirus stuff, and I and like I just started saying it's okay, Dad. I'm taking precautions. I'm not going to any cough orgies. Cough orgies. I mean. Like I said, the best I and that's what open mics we are, right? Yeah. <laughs> have you I, like have you ever had sex and just coughing into each other's mouth? Like that's the most erotic thing you can do. Um <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean generally when I'm having sex with someone there's some, you know, lip action, so not enough. Not not kinky enough. You have to you have to be looking like this? right onto their eyeball. Like you have to get right in there. You have to shut up. <laughs> like, so like now people are gonna be like, oh the fancy werewolf podcast. They spread a bunch of false information. Does anybody watch this yet? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> we got that. We got no buds. We have one sponsor and no listeners. We have we can have you the- uh can you censor also, things, guys- Josh? My dad loved me those okay. no. Uh yeah, if you want me to. Okay. Um yeah, I just hear like a long beat, but the closest I got was once oh, I was just so, so, okay, I'm just gonna nose. like for editing purposes, start here, Josh, edit this out. <laughs> the closest I got to Whenever we <laughs> reference it, we'll call it a Megan Roth. <laughs> we'll call it a Megan Roth. Only, only we know what that means. And yeah. <laughs> you're actually our first guest. They're gonna think it's like, cocaine now. Can you cut that out too. Can you just cut that out of the podcast? Cut out the what? The, 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 the here. Nope. Let me let me nope, tell you. Nope, I'm gonna real deep. I wanted to reference it to you guys as my friends, not to the world at large. Right. The world writ large. Yes. You know what? Fuck. Fuck all the haters. Like. I don't. I'm I just. This was just between us. You can, it is between us. We, we, we had just been talking about how Liberty's dad is the only one who watches, so. You can't see. <laughs> you love me and know. And that's what it says. He's also our sponsor. He's the listener <laughs> and our future sponsor. Hi, Liberty's dad. He says, going out, probably won't be back before the fireworks show. Sorry. Well, who's going to tell me why my dad's getting more action than me? <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, you got the bingo guy. Thank you. <laughs> tell your dad to be careful. You know, you know some of those girls can... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I do. I have the bingo guy. You know what? I'm going to fucking message him tomorrow and be like, listen. I wasn't quite desperate before, but now that I know that my dad is getting more pussy than me, I have to resort to having some men again, and it's you, Cubs fan 1997. Can, can I take one more censorship edit?
How much of this do I have to cut out? What happened was... Okay, so... <laughs> I think that we we probably should be wrapping this up right now. We should have wrapped this up like 15 minutes ago, but... <laughs> I don't know, I love it. It's been a while. Even the parts like you as a listener will never know fully. Um... Megan, thank you for being on. Do you have anything to promote or anywhere people can find your stuff? Um, I'm gonna probably set up what when do you put this up? Uh probably put this up Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. I'll send you a link. I'll have to probably set up a new channel. Uh okay. but for now you can link to my old channel. Um I don't think we should and- link to your old channel. And also, I think that we should not just be like, okay, now we're going to do this. We have to, like, have some sort of semblance of it and still cut this out and be like, hey, hey we're starting. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. can't just be, it can't just be, we're okay. relations, <laughs> And that's our time. Oh, no, I'm going to put in, I'm going to put in several, like, weird, like, at, at certain points, I'm going to, like, gee, and then, like, that, 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 you know, you know, uh, thing that networks use when they have technical difficulty. I'm going to put that in to parts where that's just for us. Perfect. It's just for all of us. That's why um, this podcast well, special is that okay. a lot of it is just for us. <laughs> Not really. This is the first time just like recorded straight to finish and really cut anything out other yeah. than technical difficulties. So yeah. Uh, first 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 um episode we went what 10 15 minutes without me noticing that i didn't press record yeah that was cute or whatever <laughs> uh but yeah uh just send me a link and I'll, I'll i'll put down your new account uh if you get one set up uh you'll probably but- have to edit the link because it's not going to be up by wednesday i have okay. to finish out my job first Sure. Okay. Uh, oh, we'll do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you know, at the very least, I'll. I'll oh, no, uh, yeah. No. So we can go into promoting her, the current channel, and then in the future switch. Like that's a, that's a good idea. Yeah. But we have to like. So just link down here. You know what? Then... I think initially I'm gonna link to that uh, cream cheese animation, and then uh, once you give me the new one, I'll. And then I'll re-upload it and fix the name and. Right. And then you can change the link in the description mm-hmm. right here, everybody. Right. <laughs> am like, I pointing to someone's face or am I pointing point, to like, the link? As, since it's recording on my computer, you're pointing at Liberty. It's like poking Liberty. My computer, I'm Poke on Liberty. Top of Poke Liberty. Poker. Poker. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, Liberty, Al, do you have anything you want to um, say before we take off? Either one? No, okay. Beat you are, bitches. I got nothing. I got nothing. Beat you are? You know what I mean? Do... Right? Oh, gonna... Beat you are means hello. You're going to be yeah. a. Uh... He's a sort of only one. You're going to be doing any other shows uh, coming up, Ello? Any mics? Like the Octopus in July? Are you going to come? Oh, they're, do- they're opening up the Octopus really in funny? July. Okay, that's what we should add on. And, yeah. and here's the thing. You know, we were talking about the reopening and everything regulations. And like Owl said, 
I'm a proponent of this too. I don't think that we should be radically fearful of COVID or coronavirus, but I think we all need to do our due diligence to protect ourselves. And with some, let's, we stay away from people in, uh, you know, six feet. If, if you're sick, you're sick. You stay the fuck home. Bring a mask. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If it, you know, if, if the mics in the shows, they're sanitizing mics, mm-hmm. keeping the crowd back from you. You know, they, they are doing, they're, they're trying. Um, and they have plenty of different mics. To, you don't have to do anything that you're not comfortable with, but protect yourself and protect other people because it isn't. I do think that masks save lives when you're in this public setting where you can't socially distance yourself. But if you can socially distance yourself and you're washing your hands and et cetera, et cetera, you're fine. Yep. And no, some people will not go, like some open mics are requiring people wear masks and things like that. Some people will not do that. I think that a mask does and will detract from comedy in a huge way because I feel like your facial expression is lot of the act and so i i mean i just personally wish everyone the best of luck and not even luck i shouldn't say luck but take care of yourselves and also being so judgmental in some semblance of a way because fuck it if our government if our government and trump says we're just going to stop testing people now we have no cases how can expect anyone to believe an invisible enemy is a real enemy right but i am going to go to the octopus comedy open mic i don't know if i'm going to perform but i will be there and i know men is going to perform there and i cannot wait for people to be back on that stage because i love that fucking room yes. well, i know owl loves that room i don't well, think yeah he's that they won't participate probably. Am I correct, Allo? Yeah, not with a mask on. I can't do it. Yeah. And um I mean there's all it takes all it's, it's you know, there's a spectrum, so Right. Uh but Megan, is this like gonna be the first time you're doing stand up in a long time or is this gonna be another yeah, animation thing? Yeah, it's it's gonna be the first <laughs> time I'm well you know what, up. you never know. I don't have a job well, on I mean, Thursday like, and it's almost a whole whole month. Oh, you never know. Come by and see. All right. Yeah, uh, I think when's it going to be? July eighteenth. Is that the date? I think so. The third, mm-hmm. the third mm-hmm. day of the month. Oh, look at it. Right. I don't know. I might take the day that. off just to go to that. Wait, should I just quit your job? No, so you it's, <laughs> it's the fifteenth of July. All right. And uh, I don't think I'm going to perform, but I think that I will be there in. Support a room that has done so fucking much for me, and for Megan, and for Pfizer and Aloe. It's one of his favorite rooms in the state. So, I mean, uh, it is what it is. And Aloe, are you going to be performing uh, at any other open mics coming up? I, I don't know if he answered. Yeah, that. all I really got right now because I don't. Uh, all I really have right now because Penguins isn't probably opening up for at least another month. Or maybe longer. Maybe I don't really know. Well, because that's a very small room. And Comedy Bar too are both on Thursday nights, which is yeah. So I I can only go either Des Moines or or Dubuque. Those are my questions. 
All right. Unless something happens here on Wednesdays, who knows? Um, so I'm going to say, uh, and we're going to do the business of the week. And I think it's probably appropriate for pride that we shout out Kings and Queens, the gay bar in Waterloo. Um, I know before Corona, they had a lot of drag shows. I don't know if they're open right now, but just think, you know, I don't think they're doing drag shows, but they're open. I'll just say every fucking bar is open. Like no bar is still closed. Uh, true. So, but yeah, uh, Kings and Queens, uh, you know, a big part of the, uh, LGBTQ scene in this town. So, um, all right. So there's that. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you again, Megan, for being on the show. Uh, and, Josh for, and for being yourself. Yep. Love you. So, uh, for the Fancy Wear of Lounge, I'm Josh Pfizer. I'm Liberty Bell. I will mean. Uh, thank you, everybody. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Good night.